What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Kansas City this weekend. Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen in the main event. I think 14 fights on the slate as it stands now, and it should <laughs> it should be an interesting one. I mean, these prelims, to be honest, are, are about as, as sketchy as I've seen them, um, but some fun fights overall. Uh, interesting kind of strategy dynamic just from a DraftKings perspective with a lot of the high-priced fighters being um, not targets we would typically pay up for. So I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup um, that I like on this slate as usual from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, uh, like the video, and why don't you give me, let's see, why don't you give me your favorite fighter in the 8K range. Um, there are a, a couple fighters who I project to be more popular than others, but you're going to have to take risks here. And I do think we'll see some standout options after everything is said and done. I just don't think it's very easy to select which one it's going to be. So curious to hear your opinions on that one. Without further ado, let's get into my cash game play of the week, which is going to be Max Holloway at 9K. All right, for cash games, I like Max Holloway. I mean, I think he's going to be probably the most popular fighter on this slate at 9K, but the thing is, he he probably would be the most popular fighter on the slate if he was priced at 9.6K. He's minus 175 to win. It, it's not very long, but fighters up in the, the 9K range here are not very large favorites either, and Holloway is, is the biggest name on the slate. Five-round potential against Arnold Allen in the main event, and just a volume specialist and has been for many, many years. Lands 7.24 significant strikes per minute. I do think Arnold Allen has a chance to win this fight, though, and I don't mind Allen as a cash game play or tournament option at 7.2 either. I do think Holloway's the correct choice to win just because, I mean, while Allen may be capable of taking a massive step up in competition and succeeding, we just haven't ever seen him prove it to this extent over five rounds, especially against an opponent in Holloway who can land upwards of 200, 300, 400 significant strikes in a fight while Allen a lot of the time has gone the distance and is landing 29, 37, 32, 31 significant strikes. He's been very low volume throughout his career. So um, he's going to really have to step on the gas to compete with Holloway, and I think he's capable of it, especially early. I just I would like to see him over five rounds against adversity before I'm able to pick him in this type of matchup. Regardless, Holloway seems very safe, not necessarily in his chance to win. As I mentioned, he's minus 175, but he should win this fight more often than not, and also he's going to land a large amount of volume more often than not. Even if he loses the fight, I would expect it to come by decision, and he could still rack up. 70 plus points on significant strikes alone so 9k holloway has elite volume upside i do think you can pivot off of him in tournaments just based on his ownership projection and the fact that allen is defensively sound absorbs 2.2 strikes per minute 67 percent defense this may not be a ceiling performance from holloway i wouldn't be surprised if it was a little more slower paced than some of Holloway's you know, past matchups, but um, Holloway's uh, rates out very, very well from a cash game perspective, especially both sides of the main event do, and uh, he'll be my cash game play of the week there at 9K.
Next up, we have my tournament play of the week, and I'm going to give out Hoffa Garcia at 9.5K. There are other tournament options I like on this slate, you know, in the 8K range, but um, they're, they're all very, very risky. And, and I think a lot, I mean, I think a lot of them, have, you know, have potential to just lose outright. Garcia, I feel maybe he's a little bit more safe, but also one of the best wrestlers on this slate which is important from a fantasy perspective as it gives them a higher floor and ceiling uh it doesn't strike very well 3.2 significant strikes landed per minute 4.2 unabsorbed but he's averaging 4.2 takedowns per 15 minutes in his fights in the ufc excluding uh, his debut against nazrat he's landed five seven three three and six takedowns fighting clay guida who defends takedowns at 68 percent is is an okay defensive wrestler at this time, but he's also been submitted, I think, in, what, four of his last six losses or, or something of the like. He's always had defensive grappling issues. So I think, just for, uh, from a submission grappling aspect, but I think Garcia, you know, to me this is less about, oh, Garcia is going to dominate this fight when inside the distance easily, and more about if Garcia wins, what does it look like? Is it going to be a, a boring stand-up-based fight? I'm not so sure. I think he wants this fight on the ground, and, and Guida might want this fight on the ground too. So if Garcia wins, I think we should project him for a few takedowns, if not more. He has back-taking ability, and as noted, we've seen Guida tap to submissions many times. So Garcia winning inside the distance, plus 220. It's not a tremendous number, but I, I think he has upside. Um, 97, 115, 93 points in his last three wins in the UFC. So um, it's a tricky slate where there's not so many obvious smash spots. I wouldn't label this a smash spot either, but I really like Garcia's grappling equity in a win. It scores very well from a DraftKings perspective. Decent opponent, decent metrics here. So I'm willing to take chances on him more than other options in the 9K range, excluding Holloway there at 9.5K. All right, next up, my salary play of the week. It's going to be Tanner Bozer at 7.8K, dropping down to 205 here. He's the underdog to Ian Kudalaba at plus 110. This could have been my matchup of the week as well. I, I considered it. I will be pretty heavy on this matchup as a whole, um, mostly because Kudalaba's been kind of a kill-or-be-killed type of fighter in the UFC, especially lately as he's shown that he's just not a very good nail. And I mean, he's a good hammer in the sense that he has a bunch of early knockout wins or he's landing six, four, nine, eight takedowns, you know? So he's either knocking you out early or he's wrestling in volume. That's going to give Kudalaba big, big scores and wins. And I think he's a great tournament option for 8.4K. I picked Bozer to win, even though he could lose in those same fashions he probably will give up takedowns early but he should be a more comfortable technical striker here than Kudalaba and Kudalaba like I said has just not been a very good nail he's coming off another knockout loss to Kennedy Enzichukwu Bozer's got some power and Kudalaba tires pretty quickly and so if this fight gets past three four minutes I think Bozer could easily turn the tide and, and find a knockout shot and at 7.8K, I'm willing to take chances there. Kudalaba, good inside the distance, plus 120. Bozer, plus 257. It's not as strong, but again, 7.8K. I think he'll be mildly owned, um, but he's just very dependent on a knockout, which is always the issue. And really, I just think if Bozer wins, 
there's a pretty decent chance that it does come inside the distance. He, he's not going to be wrestling with Kudalaba. And yeah, could he win a, a slow pace, striking based decision? Sure. But I would favor. I would give Kudalaba a better chance to win in that type of matchup. And I think Bozier's success is a lot of the time going to come from damage. So um, I like the fight. I like the fight for it to end inside the distance as well. Minus 240 is a good metric. And I think Bozer at 7.8K has a nice mix of win equity and knockout upside. Shouldn't be extremely popular. So he's going to be my salary play of the week at 7.8K. And finally, I'll move on to my matchup of the week. I'm going to go with Bill Algio versus TJ Brown. Algio's the favorite, minus 190. Brown plus 165. On DraftKings, Algio's 8.8K. Brown, 7.4K. I mean, I've been on Brown a lot throughout his career. He's got upside. He's got downside. And I like the matchup because Brown, when he loses, he gets hurt a lot of the time or he gets submitted. That's kind of been... A lot of his career, especially on the regional scene, he's he's lost two decisions. Um, his last two losses have come by decision, so it, it's not impossible. Algio just outstrikes him to a decision and, and doesn't hit value. But Algio's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, and he fights at a high pace on the feet, so I just think there's going to be a lot of exchanges. It's going to give Algio a decent shot to win inside the distance if he wins at all. Plus 235 inside the distance, it's, it's not great. He's not going to rate out spectacularly well at 8.8K, but he should be lower owned given that Quarantillo and Holloway are priced above and below him. And uh, again, I just like the pace for Algio, striking volume, some good submission grappling, ability to get a win inside the distance if he gets a win at all. And Brown on the flip side is, a, is still a good fighter, but he's probably going to want to wrestle in this matchup given that Algio doesn't defend takedowns very well, gives up takedowns to pretty much every opponent he faces. I think I noted like 24 takedowns against him in his last seven fights. Thir um, sorry, that's TJ Brown, 38% takedown defense, so it's not great either. 55% takedown defense for Bill Algio, but I mean, yeah, he gave up eight takedowns to Ricardo Ramos, nearly lost to Spike Carlisle, five takedowns to Ricardo Lamas. Um, TJ Brown can wrestle pretty well, averages 3.6 takedowns for 15 minutes. Saw him land six takedowns against Charles Rosa, seven takedowns in a round and a half against Jordan Griffin. So he's capable of it. I don't know that it's going to play out exactly in that way. And I picked Algio to win because even if Brown does land takedowns, Algio is still a good submission grappler and should be able to survive, kind of get back to his feet, I would think. So I'm a little bit worried about Brown's ceiling there. But if Brown's to win, I'm expecting several takedowns landed, lots of control time. Um, and that should give him a pretty quality score at 7.4K. Again, high pace of the fight overall, somewhat binary there. But um, I think it's a fun fight and one I think has a reasonable chance of the winner exceeding value while not being incredibly popular either. That's going to do it this week for the UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, BirdAppley, double T, double P, DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Best of luck in your contest this week, guys. Take care, stay safe. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.